Hi, I'm Mariah. And I'm Emma. And you're listening to the Renewed Podcast. A podcast about broken people living in a broken world, renewed and made whole by the power of Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Renewed. Today we want to talk about the power of prayer And we're going to be reading from Psalm 61. This is a really great passage on the power of prayer. Um, And we just want to kind of share what's on our hearts about this topic. So, Mariah, do you want to go ahead and read Psalm 61 for us? Yeah, for sure. Um, So, I'm going to read out of the CSB. Um, So, starting in verse 1. God, hear my cry. Pay attention to my prayer. I call to you from the ends of the earth when my heart is without strength. Lead me to a rock that is high above me, for you have been a refuge for me, a strong tower in the face of the enemy. I will dwell in your tent forever and take refuge under the shelter of your wings. God, you have heard my vows. You have given a heritage to those who fear your name. Add days to the king's life. May his years span many generations. May he sit enthroned before God forever. Appoint faithful love and truth to guard him. Then I will continually sing of your name, fulfilling my vows day by day. Yeah, I just love this passage. I love how it um, just so it's like very good at depicting what happens when we pray. Um, I really like in verse two where it says, lead me to a rock that's high above me. And as you were reading that, I kind of just pictured like this, just this elevated place. Like we're brought to a place that's, it's not just like that it's higher, but it's that it's higher than our circumstances. It's higher than what's going on around us, which I think so beautifully depicts what happens when we pray. Because it's not that we're taken out of the circumstances that we're in. We're still very much in them. But we're placed above them and we go, okay, my God is bigger than this. It's big. He's bigger than whatever I'm facing. And we can just get to that elevated place and go, okay, God, you've been a refuge for me. A strong tower in the face of the enemy. So I'm going to dwell here with you because you hide me in the shadow of your wing. And it's just this safe place we can go to, to thank him to praise him to ask him for whatever is weighing like to help us with whatever's weighing on our hearts um so I just love the way that it kind of depicts the posture of prayer um and that it's as soon as we start praying we're lifted above our circumstances and we're like forced to realize okay I can I can ask a higher power here you know like I don't have to just sit in my sorrow and the challenging circumstances around me but I actually have a God that listens to me and loves me and cares about me and wants to hear my prayers and he'll answer them the answer might not always be yes but he always hears us and answers them so I just love that is there anything that sticks out to you Mariah about this passage yeah um you know I think something that I um just really cling to in this is um you know like the posture of david's heart is obviously like very much from a place of like desperation for the lord and um like really just crying out to god but i think that verse five is really powerful because it says god you've heard my vows you've given a heritage to those who fear your name and you know it's like i think that it's really important that as 
Christians, we not only understand the importance of crying out to the Lord and, you know, coming to God with this posture of, you know, like, I will, I will dwell in your presence and, you know, like without you, I have no strength, Mm -hmm. but also clinging to the promises and understanding the character of God and knowing that, you know, when we do call out to him, like he hears us and he's faithful to, um, you know, provide in, in, you know, whatever capacity he wills uh, or is like within his will. Um, but yeah, like, I think that that's really, really where I, um, kind of find myself resting in this, in this passage. Yeah, I love that. Um, I kind of want to share about just what's been going on this past week and how the power of prayer was like really prevalent, I guess, in my life. And then, um, if you want Mariah, I'll ask you if there's any like times that you have thought or that you can like be reminded of that you remember when you kind of realized the power of prayer. So for me this week, um, I normally like, I just listen to worship music on the way to school to kind of like, you know, start my day right. And lately I've just been praying out loud a lot more than I normally do. I think I pray in my head a lot because I catch myself like thinking through my day and I'm like, well, I'm already thinking about it. I might as well pray about it. So I'll just kind of like pray as I'm thinking through my day. Um, but something I've been trying to do more often, whether it's like while I'm making my bed in the morning or while I'm driving to school is just praying out loud and just beginning to declare things over my day. And I think that's really powerful too, because I don't think that the enemy is smart enough to like know what's going on in your head because he can't like hear what's going on inside of your head, you know, like God knows everything. So he knows what's going on in your head, but the enemy, I think can only he's so stupid that he can only hear stuff when you're saying it out loud. So I like to think of declaring things and saying like, God, would you just send revival in this city? Would you send revival over my campus today? Would you lead me, be with me, help me lead others to you, help me be a light to others at my school and in my family and everywhere I go today? Like, would you just be with me? And we've talked about this time and time again on the podcast, but just continuously saying, Holy Spirit, come. And that no spirit but the Holy Spirit is welcome right here in my car or is welcome in my room, is welcome in my house, is welcome in my school, is welcome in my city, my state, my country, the world. Like, just declaring that has been so powerful for me this week. And number one, it just makes you feel like, yeah, let's go. Let's start the week. You know, let's start the day. We got this. But it's also reminding yourself that God is here. He is like, he is going to help me through everything I could possibly face this week. He is going to answer my prayers. Like if I'm asking for revival, he's going to send revival. And it might not be the exact way that I think it's going to look like, but he'll do it. And if I'm asking for him to be with me, his Holy Spirit is already entering my heart and overwhelming my soul. Like it just reminds me that he's already on the move. He's already answering my prayers. Even when I, it's like the song says, even when I don't see it, even when I don't feel it, he's working. He's always on the move. Um, So just reminding myself of God's character and his power and his will for my life, like in the morning before I go into school has just been such a powerful thing for me this week. Um, And has really helped me like realize that the battle's already won and that I like I don't have to worry about any of my enemies or my challenging circumstances, you know, like 
Jesus has already conquered death, hell, and the grave. So any problem that I have is like, boom, easy. Like it will be taken care of by the power of God. So anyway, that's just something for me this week that has been like so, so helpful to not just get through the week, but like to actually thrive in my situation and to actually be like, wow, and realizing God everywhere I go. So anyway, that's just been really cool for me this week. Um, Do you have any like a similar story or like a time that you kind of just realized how powerful prayer was? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's funny. You're like talking about how like this week you've kind of, um, you know, really like stepped into that, um, like understanding of just the importance of, um, being active in faith. That's kind of like how I, like what I drew out of that because you know like something that I've really focused on this week as well has been um you know not being so nonchalant with my relationship with the Lord I guess if that makes sense um I think that something that's really um can be hard as a ministry major at a Christian college is you know, like I'm studying the word like super in depth and learning so many really, really cool things about the Lord and just seeing God through through his word. But one thing that I've a, like, a place that I found myself um, and have really noticed in the past, honestly, few days and even today I was sitting in class and thinking about this is like, I'm like, yeah, like I have all these like principles and all these like, and you know, before we started recording this, like I was telling you all these like really cool things that I've learned and um, Mm -hmm. like, I love it. And it's super like cool um, just to see the Lord um, really show up through his word and just like the spirit, just highlighting things. And so it's, it's really, really neat. Um, But there's also this like, okay, now what do I do with this? How do I, how do I make this active? And um you know, something that I've really focused on this week is like, okay, I'm going to read the word and I'm not going to get so caught up in, and I'm going to read the word, you know, on my own and not just, you know, in my studying class and, but I'm not going to get so caught up in reading, you know, four chapters and then like, oh, like I read my chapters. That was the time I spent with the Lord. But like, you know, if I just read like one passage and then, you know, I really dive into that and then I pray on it and meditate on it. And um, yeah, so, you know, I've really focused this week on going, taking, you know, my faith from being this like stagnant passive faith into being active with you know prayer and really Mm -hmm. acknowledging the presence of the lord um and you know something else that i think we can easily get caught up in in prayer is like oh like lord thank you for this day help me to live like you today and like you know those prayers are not bad but it's like you know when was the last time you took took the time to you know walk around your campus and pray over the buildings or like when was the last time you went through you know like who the people are in your circle or who you would consider to be your people and like prayed specifically for each one of them um and like when was the last time you texted your friend and said hey like can you pray for me for this and like what do you need prayer for you like what can I partner with you in prayer um and so yeah like that's something that that I've really, really focused on this week and thought a lot about. And uh, it's been really neat because 
you know, my friends make fun of me for this and it's fine. I accept the defeat, but I wake up super duper early because I mean, I work at 6 a.m. and I, you know, like what's an extra hour before that? So I, you know, go to the, I work at a gym. So I go to the, I work out before I work. So I work out yeah. at 5 a.m. So I wake up at like 4.30, um, <laughs> which is really, really early. But I also go to bed at like 9.15. So that's fun. <laughs> it balances um, itself out. Yeah, I'm like the most lame college student ever. Um, but it's fun. I, I walked boldly in it. Um, but <laughs> this week, specifically, like I've like worked out, I've cut my workout a little bit and I've taken honestly literally like 15 minutes before my shift starts at six, before my kiddos start getting in. And I've just like, you know, read through the word and kind of like journaled some prayers and like specific prayers for specific people. And it's honestly been really, really neat. And, you know, maybe I haven't seen like the the visible fruit of the specific prayers, but there's definitely been such a peace surrounding it. And it's like, I mean, you could ask my friends, like, they're like, you woke up at like 430 this morning. Why are you having such a good day? And I'm like, because like, I've, I took the time to say like, Lord, you are the priority here and I'm going to walk in obedience to you. And, you know, I just, it's like, you know, so often we're like, Oh, like I want the extra sleep or like, Oh, I really need to do this. But like, it's like, there's never been a time that I've taken, you know, 30, 45 minutes to like two hours and some occasions to sit and spend time with the Lord in prayer and in the word and just like having a genuine conversation with God that I've walked out of it being like wow I really could have used that time for something better like it's always ended up with like turning into like a really great edifying conversation with a friend or into a super sweet intimate time with the Lord or you know like it's it's never produced bad fruit and so I'm like you know, I've just been reminded of that um, this past week of, like, I don't have to be so caught up and overwhelmed with, like, all of the tasks. And, um, yeah. like, I read through Luke 10 last night and the Mary and Martha narrative. And um, Jesus says, Martha, you're distracted by many things. But, you know, I tell you, Mary has made the right decision to sit at my feet and you know I was like wow like how often are we distracted by all the things that we just forget to sit at the feet of Jesus and I know we've talked about that before on this and I've kind of gone into a different (laughs) rapid trail than the initial conversation but um, all that to say um, yeah really similar experience really similar situation um, to you so that's kind of (laughs) neat yeah yeah I just love that like our God is a simple God and he's not asking us to, you know, he's not saying like you have to wake up at 4am and go do this and make sure that you're (laughs) reading four chapters a day. You know, like I love, and I'm not saying that you think that at all. Um, The encouragement is not to wake up at 4.30. If you don't have to, don't do it. (laughs) Um, But I love that he is such a like, quality over quantity I guess is the phrase I'm looking for like he he just wants our heart he just wants to like spend time with us and he just he loves when we pray because it's us talking to him and of course we need to listen to him too it can't be all just talking but that's what I love about prayer is that I'm like God blah 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 blah, blah and it's like a word vomit and then he's like 
okay, can I talk now? You know, (laughs) it's just such a sweet time to be like filled with his presence and with his word. Um, And yeah, I just love that it's so simple. Like it doesn't have to be this complicated thing. And I was reminded towards um, the end of 2021 um, because I was trying to do the read the Bible in a year and I was very far from it. I'm not anywhere close to being done. Um, But I, I just remember like, not feeling because this has happened before like I tried to read the bible in the year in like 2018 2019 and same thing like I I didn't do it and when I did it back then I was I felt awful I was like oh I didn't reach my goal which I'm just I'm an Enneagram one very like goal oriented person like if I said it I'm gonna do it so when I don't I'm a failure like that is how I felt um but then this go around when I didn't reach it I was like, you know what? That is a-okay. And I just so strongly felt like God was telling me that he just loves that I want to read his word and that I want to spend time with him and that it doesn't make a difference if it's, I mean, of course we want to like as read as, read as much scripture as we can, but it doesn't make a difference to God if you're like reading one or three chapters, you know, it's, it does make a difference if you're reading four chapters and you're just kind of, you know, listening to it on the audio book and like, doing other things and not actually paying attention to it versus reading one verse and meditating on it and praying about it and asking God to reveal himself to you through his word. Like he very much values the quality of our time with him. And I love that because my first, my like, uh, what is it called? Love language is quality time. And I, I love that something that God has been revealing to me lately is that he loves quality time with us. Like he, you know, when we get to heaven, we're not going to be like, guess what, Jesus, I read the whole Bible in a year, you know, like, he's just going to be so happy to see us if we spent quality time with him. So I think that's another thing that prayer can help us do is take a step back and not just say, okay, I prayed today, check, like, check it off the list, but to go, God, this is what I am facing right now. And I'm going to pray about it and ask you to reveal yourself in this situation, to help me through it, to lead me, um, you know, all those things. So I just, I love it that he is not like a legalistic, you do this, this, and this, you have to read your Bible, worship and pray. Like, he's just like, Hey, I just want to spend time with you. I just really love you and want your heart. And that's it. Like, it's so simple. So I just love that. Yeah, no, something that that's something that I've like been learning to like in this, this past, I mean, now we're in the second month of 2022 crazy but last year in 2021 I I did do a bible in the year I did it chronologically and I finished like back in October I just like I don't know like I would go on these days where I would just like read like these massive chunks of scripture and like I was just like captivated by the word which is Mm -hmm. like a great great thing but like this year it's been so hard like I think I'm like five days behind and like it's probably just gonna keep getting more and more behind um but like that's something that like because I was like oh my gosh like I'm so behind and I'm not gonna finish it in the year like I did last year so I have to do it again and you know but yeah I was like I think I was sitting in I think it was a chapel um a few weeks ago maybe it wasn't even in chapel but um some campus ministries event and whoever was speaking I don't remember who it was said something about like you know like 
it's really not doing you any good to like passively be reading these huge chunks of scripture if you're not actually getting anything out of it and you know like if I had tried so hard to sit here and like get all caught up and you know like my life looks different now like last year I was online for school I was working but I really didn't have a ton to do I was living you know like at home with my parents so like I didn't have all these like home responsibilities like you know like I had like the basic chores but like it wasn't like having to cook all my meals and grocery shop and clean and you know things like that and so like I had the time you know and it's like not that I don't have like I still have time but it looks a lot different and also like you know as I've grown and matured in the Lord and as I've been like a Bible school student and I've learned like all of these ways to like really dig into the text like my study has become so much deeper and it's taking longer and now I'm like you know like I was telling you also like right before this like in one of my classes we've literally been in the first four chapters of Genesis for the past month and like we could probably spend the next three months in them you know and like there's so much you can pull from the text and so um this is turning into a conversation on on studying the Bible, but all that to say, like, you know, it really does, like you were saying, just come down to like, where is your heart? And are you spending intentional, genuine time with the Lord and prayer and his word? Or is it just, you know, like something to fill time and check off a box? Yeah. And it goes both ways. Like not only does God value quality time, but we feel better after spending quality time with God. Like it's, I would so much rather spend five minutes with him and come out feeling like peaceful. And like, I've, you know, like gotten something out of it, I guess. than like spending an hour just because I like want to say that I spent an hour or like this happened the other night where I was really stressed before I was going to bed. And I was like, well, I want to get enough sleep, so I need to just, like, go to bed now. But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to, like, take a minute and just pray about everything that's on my mind. So I got my journal out. I literally just wrote a list. I think it, like, covered the whole page because it was that many things that were, like, weighing on me. But I just, like, wrote everything down in a list. And I, um, at the top, the list was called, like, thoughts. And then I crossed out the word thoughts and put prayers. So it's like, these are the things that I am praying about right now. And then again, I just out loud began to pray about all of it. And then I looked at my phone and I was like, oh my gosh, I just spent an hour praying. And I had like this small feeling of like, oh, like I wish I would have gone to bed. But it was immediately like, no, I don't. Because now I'm going to bed like at peace. And I, I was like, God, would you just help me feel so rested in the morning? And I did. I felt so great that morning because I went to bed in peace. I lied down and I was able to rest in God and like feel his peace before I went to bed. So you're always going to sleep better if you go to bed peaceful than if you're angry. I mean, scripture literally tells us to not let the sun go down on our anger. So there's a reason for that. Um, And I think it's just so cool that like, it's both ways. Like God loves spending quality time with us and we should love spending quality time with him because it's always going to produce better fruit than just, you know, half-heartedly or passively doing something. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for you. Um, I think that something that a lot of people struggle with, and I know that I, you know, struggle with daily is um, having like a heart posture of prayer and like, you know, like, I don't know, something happens, like a lot of times like our first response is to like text everybody in our contact list and like to ask for advice or whatever but like 
you know, in reality, like our first response should be like, Lord, this is yours. Have your will with it. And like, you know, putting our focus on on the Lord. So how do you create this attitude that is just solely focused on the Lord and where your heart posture is, you know, to immediately respond with prayer? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think ultimately for me, it all comes down to just realizing and admitting that no one else can help me with my problems more than God can. Um, And no one else deserves glory for the good things in my life than God. So whether it's good or bad, why would I turn to other people when it's God that deserves the glory or God that can like provide the most help on this earth? You know, like it's and sure, it's great. Like God puts people in our lives to be able to give us advice and to help us through things. But at the end of the day, like no one's advice will help me like god's will and no one's um you know words of comfort or like you're gonna get through this like none of that compares to the peace that the holy spirit fills us with so i really do think it just boils down to realizing and it's just the heart posture of like god is so holy and so above everyone and everything on this earth that you literally cannot top it like no matter what take like the best feeling, the best person, the best thing you could think of in this world. And it's not even close, like does not even come close to comparing to the grace and mercy and love and peace that God can fill us with. So I think that's what I just continuously remind myself of. Like I will, I'll find myself like this just happened and I go and complain to my friend about it. And then I'm like, I don't feel any better about it. Like I just complained, but I don't, I don't feel better. And, you know, sometimes there are things that are like, this is so frustrating. I need to tell someone, but you know, like at what cost, like when are, is it going to actually help you feel any better? But then when I go and talk to God about it, like this is really frustrating me. First of all, he softens my heart because he's like, I understand that you're frustrated, but let's actually look at what the situation is. He gives perspective and clarity Um, And then he gives guidance. He's like, okay, so here's what the situation actually is. And here's how we're going to get through it. Um, So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just realizing that no one, nothing and no one on this earth could ever compare to him. And he's always going to have something better to offer me than the world can. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Um. I don't think so. If you guys have any prayer requests, send them over to Renewed Podcast and we'll be praying for you guys. For sure. All right. We'll see you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of our podcast. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with all of your friends and family. We can't wait to see you next time.